with sound. Ooh, my nose. My nose this time, not my throat. <laughs> All right. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Andicho, and with me is... Carmela Ocampo. And on today's episode, we'll be doing the new Marvel film, Black Widow, directed by Kate Shortland, starring Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, David Harbour, Rachel Weisz, O.T. Fagbenlo, and Ray Winstone. Um, this is a brand new Marvel film. It's been their first film in, like, what, a couple of years, which is kind of crazy. Um, so just a little heads up. If you haven't watched the film yet, I suggest you do so and come back to this. But this episode is spoiler-filled, so if you don't want the movie spoiled for you for what for whatever reason, don't listen to it. But if you want it spoiled for yourself, go ahead. Um, but with that, Carmela, what was your expectations um, before you got into this film? What was the context? And what did you expect before getting into the actual movie that is Black Widow? Um, I was first and foremost very excited for this movie for one reason only, and that is because of Florence Pugh. Um, very- pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, huge fan of hers since um, Midsummer, I think, was the first movie I've seen her in. Um, and she's an amazing actress, and I love everything she's been in so far. So I'm really excited to see her join the MCU. Um, and other than that, I just thought it was kind of weird that this movie was coming out in general, um, because Black Widow is dead (laughs) in the MCU. Um, so I don't know if they're, they were like retroactively just trying to fill in the gaps kind of thing. They're like, oh yeah, let's give her a solo movie finally. Yeah. Um, but, and at the same time, introduce new characters. Uh, so yeah, it was a little odd little odd um but yeah what about you josh how did you feel about you know this release this movie um maybe even and the mcu in general um yeah what are your thoughts (laughs) pew 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 (laughs) pew pew (laughs) so obviously first and foremost super stoked and excited for florence pew being this film um fantastic actress um, I think Within the Family was the name of the first film she was in, and then Midsommar, then Little Woman, and so on and so forth. Like Everything she's done has been fantastic and honestly very, very enjoyable and fun to watch. So that's the first thing. That was a good thing for her. Good for her for getting her check and most likely being in a contract. I'll give her more money, give her more roles, and I want to see more of her, of course. Um, but yeah, going into this film, very weird. I think when the, the trailer first came out, I was like, okay, finally, uh, a standalone Black Widow film. And I'm unsure if I watched Avengers already yet or if it was out already, but it's, it was weird, you know, like having this film after we know that she dies. That sort of ruins the film for us <laughs> watching it currently. Um, and yeah, I don't really know what would the, what like kind of what the point of this film would have been um, after the, the, after the Avengers and after her death, if, especially um, it was just sort of weird. It felt kind of weird. And obviously like, even though I'm not the biggest fan, nor did I understand why this film was coming out, <laughs> I was gonna watch it because Marvel films are always fun and entertaining, regardless of what I think of it in its own sort of corporation and its own company. 
Um, but yeah, I was more or less just excited for Florence Pugh, mainly. I didn't really care about the storyline or like what happens to Natasha Romanoff and whatever. I was more excited for her. I was excited to see David Harbour in this film as well. Um, I loved him in Stranger Things. Um, and he's been funny like in in that show and and just entertaining it to watch as well so mainly excited for those two aspects of the film and then the sword be coming along with it obviously but it's just like i don't know just seeing that like we came into this film already knowing what happens to her future was kind of weird um but yeah with that carmella would you like to give a little plot summary of black widow Taking place after the events of Captain America's Civil War, Natasha Romanoff, aka Black Widow, finds herself forced to confront her dark past and defeat an evil lurking in the shadows. Ooh, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> um, so before anything, I think we always mention this, and we've mentioned this before in previous episodes, um, essentially our feelings about Marvel movies um we're not necessarily the biggest fan of that sort of you know brand corporation whatever you call it um and the movies for me as well don't stroke any sort of like crazy excitement um whenever i see trailers and stuff i'm like oh that's cool you know like never really want to be overexcited about it or very like you know fiercely like enjoyed by it (laughs) i'm just more of like okay i'm probably gonna watch it obviously um and with things of like you know the other superhero movies avengers and all that um i didn't necessarily have a large excitement of it obviously avengers in that sense was a fantastic milestone for superhero movies but i wasn't necessarily super excited about it i wasn't like oh i'm ready to see it um the story and universe building and everything was is fantastic i'm not going to knock that whatsoever but for me when it comes to marvel movies and and these sort of movies that come out i'm just sort of passive i'm not necessarily a huge fan i don't follow any of the comic books i don't follow any of the lore or the heroes i'm just more or less one just a fan of the film fan of films in general and want to see something like this that's popularized and obviously going to be talked about um and i feel like you feel the same way carmela but just a little um take on that um but with a little plot summary and everything how did you feel about black widow no holds barred spoiler filled (laughs) What were your thoughts? I enjoyed it um, for what it was as a Marvel movie. Um, And that means you know what you're getting into when you watch a Marvel movie, a.k.a. you kind of know it's going to be a little messy during the third act. There's going to be some good action, some, you know, obviously funny quips, um... But you're not going to get the best story. You know, you're not going to get the best, like, fully formed character arcs. You're going to get kind of a pretty messy, messy, like, storylines that kind of wrap up in a big explosion. So (laughs) that's basically what we got. Um, But other than that, I liked that it had some good elements. Um, Like, I loved the dysfunctional family. Like, I lived for those like small moments in the movie um my favorite moments were like you know those like moments where they're just kind of like shooting the shit talking about like how things were back then they're making fun of each other um you know those were the best parts uh but yeah unfortunately this movie fell into you know the marvel 
disease of having really terrible villains. Um, this movie had two, and the third act CGI mess, convoluted resolution, and lack of character arcs. The works, basically. Um, I know it sounds like it sounds like we're taking a shit on it, but I I really did enjoy this movie. I would probably rather like this would be one of the ones I would like might rewatch at some point um, just for fun. Um, I could see myself doing that. But the best parts of this movie was definitely Florence Pugh and David Harbour. I think their characters stood out the most. Florence Pugh was hilarious. I think. Every role she takes, she just, like, excels at. I don't know. She fit, like, seamlessly within, like, the universe. Um, You know, she had really good chemistry with Scarlett Johansson. um, And David Harbour, I think they built up a really interesting character for him where, you know, he was the very first Russian super soldier. And he's kind of like this guy missing his glory days. um, But he's super selfish. But then he had to, like kind of you know come back and like fight for people other than himself um so i hope there's like a future for his character too um and yeah but just to wrap like that opinion up i feel like this wasn't really a black widow movie um because it didn't really feel like natasha's movie it felt like you know a very shared movie slash Yelena's like entryway into the MCU basically um so yeah how did you feel about this movie I guess Marvel scale and regular scale um so for me like I did enjoy it it was fun to watch um and the reason why we like put the movie whenever we watch these sort of movies we put it in two scales which is like the regular scale and the Marvel scale and we kind of we kind of like in the regular scale, we like measure it as a regular movie, like by itself, and then for the Marvel scale, we like scale it between its the, the Marvel universe essentially and like how we feel about it. In that sense, um, but with that for the regular scale, it's definitely like a five or six movie. Um, this isn't movie that like if it wasn't Marvel, this isn't a movie like I w- I probably wouldn't watch or be interested in. Obviously, um, Marvel scale, I'd give it like a six or a seven, like entertainment wise, character wise, acting wise, stuff like that. It was really fun to watch, really cool. And it, it like with when it comes to these sort of standalone movies, they sometimes like fall really flat on their face sometimes, and really miss the mark as regards of like what they're trying to do, what they're trying to say, what the story's trying to say, and stuff like that. Like it becomes very convoluted in that sense. And I think this one was able to keep its own, even though it was at times convoluted. Um, and like all the reasons you said are very very valid um very much like the third act was the probably my least favorite thing is because the cgi mess and the sort of like weird nonchalantness of the stunts they're doing like i remember like i think black widow was falling catches like the pole like hangs on the pole and then like pushes off really hard and like floats somewhere else i thought it was really weird i don't know there's a transition that was really weird in this that like really was cgi'd and really was like looked fake and very much like hollywood trying to be what it is um and obviously like you have the weird resolution the lack of villain character arcs and stuff like that um i think my favorite parts of the film though were the, the the family dynamics obviously um my also favorite part is florence Pugh. Um, along with David Harbour. Um, I really love that family dynamic in this one, especially like 
even if it mainly used them as a like comedy device it was still fun to watch it was still very entertaining it was cool to see like a superhero family come together and try to fight and stuff like that which is something you really don't see other than the incredibles in that sense (laughs) um or up up and away if you remember that movie um but yeah yeah, there's never um (laughs) that's there's never sort of those um that kind of um synergy when it comes to families being superheroes or like superheroes becoming families and stuff like that um but yeah but even with that even with my favorite parts being that family family dynamic it really did take away the intention from um scarlett johansson and natasha romanoff and her actual story it felt like we were mainly following the story of the family apart from her um she was more or less just like a connection to the avengers essentially um and again like when it does when it did go away from black widow it seemed like a a movie that i really didn't know what it was trying to do or what it was trying to put in the world um and then obviously it became the entryway for florence's pew florence pew's yelena which i hope becomes a new black widow which i hope becomes more roles for her um but yeah just like comparatively like it was a fun movie to watch very entertaining um but the story is very jumbled is very all over the place um and yeah the 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 villain wasn't as like impactful as i wanted to be like he did do horrible things and was like a giant representation for that sort of industry of like child trafficking and sex trafficking and stuff like that um which i wish was more seriously um taken care of in this film um but yeah, I think uh, it was all right film. Um, I just like really love Florence Pugh. Fell back in love with Florence Pugh <laughs> with this film. Um, like everything she does, Little Woman, Midsommar, and things like that. I'm always excited to see her in. Um, but yeah, it was okay. It was fun. Fun to watch. Cool. Entertaining. Whatever. <laughs> but what about you? You whatever. didn't mention your Marvel skill. <laughs> you didn't mention your Marvel skill and your regular skill. How do you score the? How do you score this movie? Um, I think yeah, similar score to you. Like Marvel skill, I think I'd probably give it a seven, just because you know I had a had a good time with Florence Pugh. She made me laugh. Um. And I like all the actors in this movie, I think. Like, all of the acting was pretty good. Like, no one was, like, stood out to me that was, like, oh, that was an awkward line or, like, that was really bad acting. Like, everyone was pretty talented. Um, But, you know, regular scale, obviously, like, it's all in the writing. It's all in the story. And the story was so messy and, like, a lot of stuff, a lot of emotional stuff that was set up did not pay off in the end it was just like classic marvel like fell into that trap of like oh very emotional stakes and then it turns into like just like explosions people landing from insane heights and then people punching people in while falling from a plane or something and then and then all of a sudden everything is fine and it's like okay bye guys like i'm gonna go off to the avengers now um and yeah uh definitely would give it you know a five on a normal scale um it's funny because it's like i don't know it feels like um marvel movies sort of substitute like 90s action films and how much action films came out in the 90s like it feels like that and the formula that these movies give off of like you know obviously a beginning um a problem and then the solution being like the most action heavy 
blow like explosive crazy ending tie-in that always ends with marvel movies and with action movies as well um and it's it's also interesting too just to see the stories in these films because a lot of the times it feels like it's trying to be unique but trying to be unique in a way that it's like deteriorating from its actual image you know like it's trying to be so unique that it's trying to not be a marvel movie in that sense or something that we've never seen before that's also a challenge within itself just because you have so many of these movies they're essentially the same thing like it's not like they're about not a superhero they're not about like a problem that a superhero only could like solve solve in that case so i kind of have a question for you like i think you know we have these stories and obviously when it comes to origin stories those almost pan out the same with like iron man kind of spider-man captain america um the hulk and all those kind of movies they all sort of have like almost the same story in that sense and almost the same formula when they introduce these new heroes and i have a question for you like since whenever we have these new marvel movies there's always like this very strong willed desire to try to make it unique um do you think that since they have so many films do you think that if they recycled like the 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 successful stories and put it in like this movie or their future movies do you think that's something that we would enjoy that you would enjoy more that would make sense more or do you like that they still try and make it unique in the sense of like storytelling and you know introducing a character in that way um i feel like well because you know the material they're working with is like a plethora of like stories from comics you know so i feel like each of these characters have like so much potential to be like interesting you know um and like honestly black widow like she this movie could have panned out in so many different ways you know they could have like really like angled in on the spy aspect um because she's like a spy and an assassin she they really could have like just gone in a very interesting direction um I like that each time they give these heroes, like, a solo movie or a story, like, I like that they try to be unique, they try to introduce, like, um, you know, new elements that we haven't seen before to be, like, interesting and not generic, but, you know, oftentimes they, like, fall into trying to fit into this Marvel mold, you know, the studio mold that needs to be, like, this certain image. They can't go, like, too far into a subject matter for it to actually, like, be, like, you know, serious and for, and for them to actually say something, like, interesting about it. Um, like, human trafficking, sex trafficking, that's crazy, you know? That's so, like, prevalent. That's nothing. Like, we don't talk about that out loud, let alone, like, a big-budget Disney Marvel film, like, even, like, touch upon that. That would be crazy, but they did kind of you know but then in the end it didn't really amount to like anything more than just a plot device right um and i think with directors like james gunn you know we have him kind of utilizing like all of these unique aspects of like the comic lore and the comic stories and really giving us very unique takes um so I think, you know, I think if they keep trying, we'll eventually get that type of caliber where we'll see movies that are, like, actually really interesting and, like, a good time and fun and maybe have something, like, you know, socially responsible to say about, like, our world or something like that. I don't know if we'll ever get something so serious like that out of Disney or Marvel, but 
I don't know. If they keep trying, someday, maybe. So do you think they should um, stick with the comic stories more than, like, actually try to make a unique story? Do you think that's something that would help them out a lot with, like, actually sticking to the comics apart from, like, going away from that sort of uh, subject matter or, like, source material? I mean, the comics like it there's a ton of stories they could pull from and they like totally vary between being completely ridiculous and being like realistic you know um and yeah it just really depends on the direction they want to go in for like that specific character in the universe um you know i couldn't see black widow having a story that's like kind of wacky you know like i couldn't see like a silly type of story for her even though i'm sure in the comics she's had like you know issues where like or storylines where she does something like weird like on a different planet or some shit like that i don't know um i don't know it um, it depends obviously on the character and the direction they want to go in right because i feel like i don't know like they could potentially strike gold with just recycling an old movie or old story kind of like what um the first new Star Wars did, I know you didn't see it, but like the first new Star Wars was essentially a carbon copy of the very first Star Wars of um, episode four. It was essentially almost a carbon copy of that movie. And that was the most liked movie out of those three, I think. Um, like the, the other two are just very up in the air for everyone, very divided. But that movie in particular seems like the one that everyone agrees with and everyone just thinks like, okay, that's fine. Um, but at the same time, like even though it's not, the most divisive movie we like we all understand that like that's essentially the the fourth film just um modernized a little bit and that sort of like is is striking gold in the sense of that like it it, it wasn't perceived as bad it was perceived as um an, a movie that was good but also obviously not as unique as the other movies that came out to be um but i think it, it's something that they definitely could utilize um I think the only problem they have with that is that like there are a lot of people that rewatch all the movies before seeing the newer one, so they might hit a little sna- snag with that with them watching all of them and being like, "Oh wait, we saw this in this movie." Um, but I think the point about um, using comic book stories as a source of serial is probably the best bet. Um, I f- I don't know any of the stories from comic books, but I'm assuming that like it has some sort of merit obviously if if um it's able to be published and made in in that nature um but i think it could be a good source material and i think a lot of a lot of the times especially with james gunn um and other directors that use source material as or come with source materials it's it's for the most part kind of successful um i just i just sort of know and kind of an inkling that a lot of comic book stories are very very convoluted and very all over the place very wacky and very like hard to fall in that sense so i guess that's something that they might have to decide whether or not it's good or not you know hit up the old kevin feige good old creative producer guy that sees everything sees what he feels about it you know see if he has that eye for it i don't know kevin feige um (laughs) but with that and talking about the story you mentioned in the outline that i'm looking at that (laughs) you have solutions for the missed opportunities in Black Widow. Do you want to explain and expand on that, Carmela? So, as you know, we like to rewrite a lot of these movies that, you know, could have potential, you know, maybe, like, could have been better. Um, so, yeah, I feel like, you know, just looking 
at the movie and like as a whole and then kind of honing in on that third act i feel like you know i hope kevin feige's listening right now <laughs> taking notes you you better yeah, watch out he kevin should feige. be listening um <laughs> yeah so like i feel like the first like half of the movie was completely fine a lot of nice stuff set up and then the third act was like where it kind of fell off and i was like oh this is kind of bad um so basically during the lot like my issue with the third act is that you know first of all like you know black widow her face off with the big bad villain was like kind of underwhelming and kind of very cheesy and corny um and there was not a lot of like tension there because they like like she i mean she met him when she was like young through like you know we see through the flashbacks and stuff but other than that she has like no like real connection to him other than like oh i know you're bad and i know you're doing bad stuff i'm gonna kill you now you need to stop so there's like no real like emotional connection there other than like what we're like briefly shown through the flashbacks um and then you know the red guardian versus taskmaster that was like the shortest weirdest fight like you know we like cut back to them for like two seconds and where they're like still fighting and it's like okay um and it's just a very big disservice i think to the character of taskmaster as i've learned is like pretty popular <laughs> among like the comic people who know about this character and yeah i agree because like it was they were like introduced as this like potentially pretty cool like villain and then all of a sudden they kind of disappear for the rest of the movie and then only kind of show up here and there um and then the red yeah the taskmaster yeah. himself as a villain was very very unique very interesting um i knew him from uh spider-man the spider-man games because he shows up and then you have to like do challenges that help him record his movements and challenge him in that way but i think taskmaster as a villain himself was very interesting because it was someone that like mirrored your every move so whoever you were it would be replicated in that sense and it was fun to see that like the fact that he had a captain america shield he had a hawkeye bow he could copy black widow's movements it was cool to see that emulated within taskmaster and like you said i wish this villain was utilized more other than it being like, oh my God, it's the daughter all along. Oh gee, I'm so sorry that uh, I blew up your face. <laughs> um, it was just like a very interesting villain that wasn't utilized, you know? Like I feel like we we should have seen more fights with, um, with, with that villain and then maybe we'll find out how it figures and connects later. But yeah, keep going. Go on about um, your fixes about the film. And you know in the end or as we know taskmaster fought red guardian um very briefly and i feel like david harbour's like character as we said was built up to be this very interesting character we are finally gonna see him fight you know and then we don't (laughs) he's like okay he's like we see him like kind of like just you know throw some punches but we don't really see this like pretty big epic fight where he was like kind of ramping up being very excited to finally like you know be in his suit again be like a superhero again um and we don't get any of that and it was very disappointing 
Like, just that entire fight was very disappointing for both characters involved. Um, and then I think lastly, I think Yelena, which is Florence Pugh's character, and Melina, which was Rachel Weiss, the mom, I think they were kind of downgraded for this last act to be kind of like, you know, in the background. Because um, we don't see Florence Pugh for a while, and then, you know, Mali- like the mom is like kind of just stuck in a place for a little bit. Um, so yeah, a lot of these, like, a lot of their roles was very passive, like, things just kind of happened to them, they weren't very involved with, like, the final epic resolution of the movie, um, and so my solutions, which are only really focused on just very simply switching up the fights, that's it, that's all, the switching up the fights, okay, so let me start off with Black Widow versus Taskmaster. This matchup makes the most sense because they have an emotional connection. Black Widow is haunted by her past decision to blow up this little girl's face. And so wouldn't it be fitting if she had to confront the thing, the trauma she was running from and her like ultimate like sin um, with and like the added bonus of Taskmaster literally mirroring her moves. So it's like she kind of like can't escape herself in that way, you know? She's running from it, but she can't escape it. So it has this very beautiful poetic like thing about it. And so like, I don't know when the big reveal will happen when she like finds out she's the daughter, like maybe in the middle of a fight, she might be like, holy shit, um, I'm so sorry. And then she chooses to like, try and not fight her anymore but then she keeps going at her i don't know this fight would have made the most sense i think at like the climax of like that third act um it would have been very emotionally impacting i feel that resolution could have happened you know something like just cathartic like finally you know um and so moving on i think red guardian should have fought the big bad dracov because they were partners they were like best buds they had an emotional connection he threw him away in a jail he beefed him up gave him super juice what did he do to him he just threw him away (laughs) and then finally he can face this guy who's been doing awful things to all of these women and he's using the power he gave him to defeat him crazy (laughs) emotional impactful Um, and, like, I think that would, like, wrap up David Harbour's, like, kind of character arc where he's, like, kind of selfish, but then finally he's, like, doing something not for himself for once, you know? He's finding the big bad, defeats him. And finally, with the last matchup, um, with Florence Pugh and the mom, I think instead of them being, like, separated... I think they should have been together, both fighting the mind-controlled Black Widows. The reason for that is because Florence Pugh was mind-controlled in the beginning, you know, desperately trying to escape the other mind-controlled Black Widows, so she has a connection there. And then Molina, the mom, was the one responsible for mind-controlling them anyway, so she's trying to, like, right her wrongs. So I feel like that matchup just makes sense too 
because you know that moment where Florence Pugh was like you know like I was one of the people that was mine like got tested on like you were responsible for my misery um and then mom was like oh my god I didn't know and it's like just makes sense anyways with all three of these very simple changes I feel like the movie that last part of the movie just would have made more sense would have been like more emotionally cathartic I think with those matchups um what do you think about that no I yeah those are all really good points and I think one thing that was the most convoluted thing in this movie was the ending um like the whole scene with um Yelena not Yelena Melina and um Black Widow that back and forth got really really that was very very complicated made no sense um, <laughs> like why? honestly and it was too much it's honestly too much like uh freaking um melina walks in like a, a loyal servant and then starts talking about something and then all of a sudden he he pulls back her face <laughs> like like all of a sudden they have this technology to do that and then like once that happens they do like that like back and forth with time of like the past conversation like compared to the present conversation um and then like oh my god like yeah this is her my daughter that you blew up um and then it goes back to like the plan and it goes back to the present and it's like oh yeah you can't hurt me because the pheromones uh (laughs) activate in your brain that make you that, (laughs) that make you not hit me and um yeah you're screwed now and then it goes like back to like the past of like oh yeah he has his pheromone like <laughs> pretty much you're explaining every move and then like uh oh yeah his pheromone so you're gonna have to like break the neural something something and then for um black like oh yeah i got a plan for that and then it goes back to the present and it's like him punching her and all this nonsense and then like the only thing that was actually impactful during that sequence was the idea of him having control over so much so many women and that's sort of where it touched upon like human human trafficking in that sense and like obviously like they're not going to full on blow full on like have a social issue talked about in the film even though it was slightly mentioned and slightly like hinted at obviously it wasn't like uh, a relatable solution or like a real life viewpoint of human trafficking is more or less to use it as a plot point but yeah honestly it would have it would have stopped that convoluted ending from happening of 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 that back and forth that like really long dialogue and conversation like oh my god no oh my god i'm so sorry oh my god she can't hear you because he's under record like it was very much like back and forth back and forth very convoluted that's like the meaning of convoluted right there was the ending and not say it on the ending but that's what i felt like and the fact that like they had a mask over their face it felt like um like it was all a dream ending because it wasn't actually her that was in there kind of a thing it felt really weird it felt really weird but since you have these like switch ups of you know battles it does make a lot more sense um i like how you put black widow and task mask taskmaster together um i could picture that like being a long really long fight and very fun fight as well um and like the fact that like she knows and understands it's copying here like it it represents herself as a mirror um i would assume or like i like to think that she knows it's the daughter beforehand just because it's like i could i could totally like see black widow having that like corny conversation with her fighting with her like i don't want to hurt you (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry for my past you know like she's talking to her and obviously like taskmaster is listening to some extent because he's being watched 
and then like as a fight goes on eventually her her helmet goes off and they start fighting like bare-faced and like they start getting beat up and then like she kind of like feels bad as it's happening um and it sort of solves the problem in that sense and and whether or not she gets unhypnotized or whatever like it really punches home but it's the idea between that sort of rivalry and like how that, that plays out um and i saw that you put red guardian versus uh Dreykov, and i like was already like yeah because that makes a lot of sense that they're like the two men of the series and for red guardian to like essentially not care about himself and realize that like this whole operation was such a large plan and such a horrible thing that he almost becomes like an ally to females in that sense. Like I think Marvel could push that if they wanted to. Um, and also it, it becomes the, um, the emotional aspect for red guardian of like, you made me your best friend. And like, all of a sudden you change your mind, blah, 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 blah. Why'd you send me to jail? Da, 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 da. Um, I could have had an action figure deal. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. you could have had like brought off these, like these, these past things and stuff like that. And, and like, I could have fought Captain America or I could have been the same as Captain America. All these things that like he could have said and like tr- get mad at for Dracov along with like the idea of having the widow system in place and controlling all these women. That's another thing to like punch home, but it's and like figure out that sort of social issue or issue within the movie. And it would have been fun to see because it's like these two older guys fighting. Um, and obviously there's a more emotional investment in that case. Um, I think Dracoff would need another um, advantage because of Red Guardian is so strong. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to have like armor or something, but there's obviously need a, a, a balancing there when it comes to the fight. He has his pheromones. Um, what are you talking about? <laughs> is that, it works on Red Guardian. Oh, that would make sense too. It works on Red Guardian too. Um and then the uh, Yelena and Melina fight with the mind control widows also seems really fun because, like, like you said, Yelena was once brainwashed and obviously knows what's happening within the Black Widows and like how they react. So it'd be fun to sort of uh, see her be in conflict with actually like hurting them because obviously, like, they're human beings; they they could still feel it to some extent. So it'd be fun to see her like try and defend herself and not try to attack in that sense. Um, it'd be really hard for her, but also it's hard for me to figure out how that's gonna happen. And like, since it's multiple people, I don't know how they're, she's gonna take down all of them at like a a great speed. Um, but that could work. It still could work. It could just show off like Yelena's skill, and obviously like that'll be portrayed in future films and helped in future films. Um, and I'm also thinking like if Milena is also part of the fight because of like her guilt and because of the fact that like she was part of the problem. Um, it'd be fun to see that that sort of dialogue, but also a dialogue in which like Yelena and Melina, since they're like fake mother and daughter, some some sort of dialogue beforehand that they kind of don't see eye to eye. They kind of don't like each other. Um, like Yelena could be attached to their idea of a family. Melina could be sort of like on the fence of like, oh, I did love you, but like obviously it was for the project and sort of that weird conflict between the two. And it could have strengthen their bond with the fight and like them talking to like Tim talking to each other fighting like huh, huh, I thought you da, 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 da. like kind of <laughs> fighting as I was going on that sort of thing um and then them helping each other out when they're in danger like put, punching before they get punched whatever so I can see that dialogue as well and it does sort of fit all together and it really does solve the, the ending that I hated for the most part <laughs> um yeah it just seems a lot more funner and it obviously it, it in um 
it activates different characters sides of like their past their future their present and what caused them to be mad at this person or what caused them to have an internal battle with themselves um and in and a battle with like their loved ones or with themselves as a family like it really doesn't make a lot of sense to have this sort of lineup and again still try and solve some of the other weird stuff in the film like you uh yelena jumping on the helicopter throwing down her rod and just staying there which is kind of weird they kind of didn't answer where the, the girls went they just you just see them running and then like that's the last <laughs> yeah. thing you see of them like, okay. and then later they're Bye. on the floor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like i was i was getting confused as they're like where is everybody where is like how did these characters get there and what did they do like even though this is a very small thing to think about it was just weird to see them one scene cut and they're at another place you know like they kind of like teleported there it was really weird um and hopefully that could be fixed and hopefully there could be another solution of a better solution of Melina just throwing junk in the fan and that's how like it, it stops this like <laughs> yeah. ginormous base of operations um I did like how the the base is up in the air and I like the cool. playful aspect of them falling from a falling ship and trying to like configure themselves and figure out um the solution with that that was really cool and that idea was cool for them like since they couldn't find the red room it's because it's in air and not on ground um that subverted my expectations um but yeah honestly kevin feige take notes you know hire carmela maybe hire us you know consultants for your next film mm-hmm. you know we can help you out mm-hmm. here we i know we have a big universe it's really hard <laughs> to you know to <laughs> regulate and um yeah we could be those people we could be those people um but yeah i did like your fixes and i love that like that we do so much of these episodes that you did it on your own without like me asking you. I was like, yeah, she's uh, she's growing up. She's like, she's getting it. And she's like, she's like, you went up on yourself to have, find these solutions. That's cool to see. And it's really fun to hear and also to experience. Um, but with that, since we're talking about fixes and, and getting past the overall film, I want to ask you, Carmela, was this a good send off for black widow's character in the MCU? How do you feel about this as her last, fi- her potentially last film? I think it's a sufficient send-off. Um, I think, obviously, they could have done better. Uh, I think they definitely, like, lost their chance to make her, uh, you know, like, a more impactful player in the MCU. They so She was so underutilized. She was definitely relegated to, like, third player status like she was like not even like important in any like movie and she like finally gets her solo film after the fact you know she's like fucking dead um i just think they overall did her did her wrong um so i think i feel like they were trying to make up for that by giving her like this like pity send off and there was like okay here's your movie sorry you're dead but also we're replacing you with Florence Pugh which is cool too um so I think it's the best Marvel could do it was sufficient it wasn't horrible you know at least it wasn't like a terrible movie all around you know but it was not the best do you think it's a victim of um sort of wrong order and timing like I feel like if this movie was released earlier and released like maybe before Avengers or, or maybe at a certain time before Avengers or whatever, do you think um, 
timing was sort of an issue with this. And also, obviously, the um, delays with COVID and, and the pandemic and all that. Do you think if these sort of um, variables were in the way, do you think this would be a better send-off, better movie, or a better Black Widow film in general if it if it utilized the time within the events and the MCU in that, in that case? Uh, I think timing in the terms of like this movie should have been chronologically placed right after civil war kind of thing um it literally takes place it's so weird to watch it now because it's it seems like they made an oopsie and released it like accidentally released it um like way after the events of civil war when it should have been like right after it um yeah it feels like this weird lost in time movie kind of thing um and i feel like it like the treatment of black widow her character and why this movie was like released so weirdly late was because of misogyny honestly i think i don't think the mcu people the higher-ups kevin feige whoever really had confidence in a standalone like female film until they saw how successful captain marvel was um I think at that point it was like, I think that's when they started thinking about a, a Black Widow solo film right after Captain Marvel. They were like, oh, I guess girls, people like this? We should probably like, you know, profit off of this again. Who else do we have? Like, oh yeah, Scarlett, like Johansson, Black Widow, whoopsies. Um, should have done it right from the beginning, but whatever. So yeah, I feel like, that's not the issue, but I think that had a lot to do with, you know, the lack of confidence in, like, female-led superhero films since it had never been done before since, like, until Captain Marvel. So, yeah. I think, um, didn't Wonder Woman come out first and then yes. Captain Marvel in that case? I think so. So it might have been, like, They were like, like wow, success. Wonder Woman, let's yeah. do Yeah, oh, our, our rivals are doing a female character, let's do that too, let's see what happens. Um, but yeah, all around, like the treatment of Black Widow in general was very, very much a side character. She was, she was very much like someone that was pushed to the side, very much like a sidelines bench character, along with like Hawkeye kind of, um, but yeah, it felt like, uh, yeah, the overall treatment of her obviously could be back to that marvel hates women in that sense marvel didn't really trust women and in the main character category and honestly this this movie felt like uh almost like a here you go here's another movie you know it was very much like yeah we still remember um infinity war and this is how we remember it by giving you this this black widow film that was supposed to come out maybe two five years ago um but yeah i think Along with the sort of misogyny that MCU, the MCU could have had experienced back then, and and the non-trust with male, uh, main female characters, um, I think all of it kind of comes to that sort of timing of they should have treated Black Widow better. They should have had this main character have a film earlier. Um, they definitely should have released it after Civil War, not after Infinity War. Um, yeah, it just seemed like it was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like, obviously, it was pushed back because of COVID and because of the pandemic and, you know, the production issues with that. 
Um, but yeah, honestly, a lot of it has to do with timing, whether it not, whether it not be within the universe, whether it be like in real life, it felt, it felt like something that should have been handled better, especially her as a character. Um, and that would have obviously helped a lot with, with the storyline and with this movie in general and how I feel, how we feel about it. Um, and yeah, it's, it's crazy because like, I think we talked about this before, like it's been, a couple of years since we had a Marvel movie and then this coming to be the one that returning to theaters is very interesting. And along with that, like not only is uh, this Black Widow movie kind of random, but it seems like they're closing out that sort of first Marvel arc of the Avengers. Like it seems like she's the last OG that's being like tidied up and sent away. Um, I'm not sure if she's gonna be on any more movies as like Scarjo being Black Widow, um, but if there, if this isn't the last Black Widow movie for Scarjo, um, do you think there will be more movies with Scarjo, or do you think they'll move on to Florence Pugh? Um, if they don't move on with Scarjo, what movie do you want to see, or do you want to see more Scarjo? Um, and I guess like, if there is more Scarjo, what kind of movie do you want to see with her? um and with her character um honestly i couldn't see her being in any more movies just because like yeah her you know she she like died and i couldn't see them being like retroactively bringing her back for any reason um just with the way this movie ended too it was like very much cementing like okay she's dead florence Pugh is the future, you know, of, like, the storyline of this character. Um, she's still, like, she's out here still, like, you know, working for um, Elaine from Seinfeld doing God knows what. Um, and, yeah, I, I, yeah, I very much think she, I don't think she'll be in, like, any future, um, what's it called, movies. And, yeah, you bring up a good point about how, this was sort of like the last wrap up for the OG because uh, what's it called? Infinity War kind of wrapped that up for us for, you know, Captain America, um, Iron Man, he died. And yeah, anyone, everyone that's left is basically like um, gonna, you know, lead the new Avengers, like, you know, Wanda, Vision, uh, maybe Loki, I don't know, Thor. Um, but yeah very uh interesting way this came about um if she hypothetically did come back i i could see her getting a tv show probably more so than a movie i feel like there's a lot more room for like you know missions and like a storyline in a tv show um more interesting maybe you know she's teams up sister duo who knows i don't know that'd be kind of cool but yeah, what about you? Do you see her like still being in the MC or do you think she's like definitely wrapped up and over? I think uh she is wrapped up and over, but I wouldn't put it past them to revive her at some point maybe somehow they do it. Um but uh personally for me like I uh I don't really like I'm indifferent about ScarJo in the Black Widow movies. Like obviously like if she was more if they painted her to be a more important character i'd be excited for another movie obviously but since like one they already killed her off in like avengers and two this movie wasn't as great as it should be um i'm kind of okay with just moving on from scar black widow um 
and it's just it's also crazy to think that she's like the wrap up of the ogs kind of apart from thor but i think thor is also passing the torch as well um but yeah i think i can move on from scarjo black widow especially because florence Pugh. there's florence Pugh, um <laughs> and <laughs> and with that too like with talking about like black widow and the future of, of florence Pugh's position in the films do you hope that uh florence Pugh gets her own movie do you think she'll get a series or do you think um she'll have a movie on disney plus or do you think it'll be like sort of uh attached to the universe how do you feel about florence Pugh's potential in the marvel universe hmm I definitely know she'll be in the Hawkeye TV show that will be released later this year. Um, oh, so it's a TV show. It's hashtag yeah. confirm a TV show? Yeah. Oh, it's okay, a TV okay, show okay. with, uh, what's her name? Haley Steinfeld. She's starring in it. She's like the new Hawkeye. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Oh. Hmm. All right. No. Go on. Go on. Go on. Yeah, go on. Wow. Um, the more you learn. So I know, I don't know how much she'll be involved within that storyline, I don't know if she'll be like the big bad. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Um, cause she's out to kill like Hawkeye or whatever. Um, but yeah, I honestly do hope she gets her own movie. That'd be really cool. It's Florence Pugh. Her, you know, she's an amazing actress. Her sheer star power is it's all there. You know, I think uh, she could have like maybe like if they didn't want to do a solo movie she could have like a movie with potentially red guardian i'm not sure how that'll work out um but yeah i mean i wouldn't say no to more florence view so i'd i'd take anything honestly yeah, I honestly, obviously, I like want more Florence Pugh in my life, um, but like I hope she gets like an actual movie. Um, I guess she's gonna be in a TV show as well. I didn't know that, um, but I hope she gets her own movie for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> I would like wouldn't want a TV show because like I'm again I'm not really a, like a follower of those shows necessarily, um, and I don't know. I feel like movies are more entertaining and more wrapped up as a parts to a show but i think for the most part it's going to be a show just because i know how disney capitalizes on this kind of things and like the fact the fact that they made it like this end credit thing it could be like disney's biggest push for disney plus ever for it to like connect within the streaming service and stuff like that so unfortunately it might be just a tv show <laughs> but if it is a movie i'm down for florence Pugh as black widow um I'm also kind of excited to see the changes with the Marvel Universe. Um, it's very interesting now because, like, every time I see, like, that giant poster of movies of, like, that's coming out, it's, like, names I've never heard of before. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of scary, kind of worrying me, but I like that a lot just because, like, I I could no longer try and predict what the movie's going to be about. I could no longer, like, have these firsthand opinions about these heroes or characters. So I'm pretty excited for that. I'm actually excited for something that, like, the MCU is setting up now. <laughs> Um, but we'll see. Obviously, we'll see. It could be a, a total miss. But yeah, I think for the most part, that's sort of like what it seems for the MCU. And like, I'm kind of excited for the second arc and sort of excited to see what they do um, now. Um, but we'll definitely see what's going to happen. Um, and with that, this has been our episode on Florence Pugh's Black Widow. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, MCU, we're not we're not the biggest fans but obviously we like to be entertained and like to see what's going on with the mcu um hopefully further movies and future movies that 
that happened do have Florence Pugh in it, you know, our fave, um, or whatever they do with Black Widow. We'll see. But this has been our episode on Black Widow. My name is Josh Landicho, and you can follow me on Instagram at the Space Wolf. And I'm Carmela, and you can follow me at Catmella O. And you can follow Watch With Sound on Instagram at Watch With Sound, along with listening to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, and Anchor. And if any of those apps have the option to like, comment, subscribe, or anything of that nature, that'll help us out a lot, and we would appreciate it. We also have a program called Listener Supporter, which you subscribe at any dollar amount, only if you're able to, obviously, but that helps out a lot as well. But thank you all for listening, everybody, and keep on watching. Pew, 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 pew. So bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. And them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing, this'll be the day that I die. This'll be the day that I die.